You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 219. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Storytelling is a skill that has been getting a lot of press lately and one that all of you impact drivers, PMO, strategy delivery leaders, and project managers will benefit from cultivating. So we're going to get you thinking today about your own career stories that can help amplify your leadership profile and help you get that seat at the table in the right conversations in your organization because you are using that storytelling to connect. You may also hear a fun story or two from us. We're going to explore when we can use storytelling to help your organization's projects and your personal career, easy tips to become a better storyteller, and some practical advice on how to implement what you've learned right away for the next opportunity you have to tell a story. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by... Hey there, Impact Driver. Have you registered for this year's Impact Summit yet? Uh, What are you waiting for? Register for free now at impactsummit.global to get access to a new training each week leading up to the event, and then we'll be live in September, and you'll get access to presentations, interviews, discussions, live workshops, all for free. And the sooner you register, the more value you will get and impact you'll be able to make because we're getting this party started early. This highly curated content will give you just what you need to help your organization thrive and get your seat at the table in the process. Can't wait to see you there. Just go to impactsummit.global now and register for free today. Okay, let's dive in. With me today to talk about storytelling for all project people is Don Mahan. Don is the founder of PMOtraining.com and its divisions, the Project Guru Academy and Project Guru Consulting. Before leaving a project leadership role in a Fortune 50 company in 2009, she was a Fortune 500 PMO leader, a senior business and IT consultant, assistant actuary, and a biostatistician. Today, she is an international speaker, award-winning consultant, and inventor of the Project Flow Process Learning System, which uses gamification, design thinking, and storytelling to make learning PMI's complex process fun. Now, she coined the term Project Land, and her work has been featured in international press, such as MarketWatch, Morningstar, Yahoo, Finance, and more. She's an author of the upcoming book, Welcome to Project Land, and has a home not too far away from me in the Florida Keys. And by the way, she absolutely loves chocolate with sea salt. Now, Dawn is also one of my dearest friends, a very well-respected partner in all kinds of endeavors on the business front with PMO Strategies and my co-troublemaker from time to time, which is just the way we love it. One of the kindest people that I know, as well as one of the smartest. So I am just honored to have you here on the podcast, Don. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Laura. It's always so much fun when we get together. 
Oh yeah. And by the way, just before we started recording all of you impact drivers, we were planning our next trip to the beach to spend some quality time together and plan the next trouble we're going to get ourselves into, right? That's right. That's right. Look out, South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I love the concept of storytelling and having that apply to the work we're doing in PMOs and projects. And in fact, as you know, it's embedded in the impact engine system and the way that we teach people to shift from selling or pushing the PMO to marketing the PMO and using stories and the success stories of others to really show the value the PMO is contributing to organizations, as opposed to getting stuck in feeling like we have to sell or pitch or make the case. So I'm a huge believer in this. And I just love this whole idea of storytelling and embedding that into the very way that project people do the work they do. So how about we start with just when and how can all of the project leaders, strategy delivery leaders, PMO leaders, how can they use storytelling to help their organizations? That's a great question. And I've been thinking a lot about this for many years now. You're working on a book. I've been working on a yeah. book for a long time. And in books, what do we have? We have stories. Our brains as humans have always learned better through storytelling. When we were cave people sitting around a fire, we learned through storytelling. We were entertained yes. by it. We learned that way. We didn't have TVs. We didn't have cell phones, all that fun stuff that we have today. So our brains are wired to learn through storytelling. And there is a science to this. I had the opportunity to study with a person who actually has worked with NASA and some other major organizations and even has made history in Philadelphia. Wow. Fun to learn through storytelling where they have, if you've ever been in old city Philadelphia, which I used to work in right by the Liberty Bell, I was working on Independence Mall. And in the summertime, you would see these folks with a polo shirt and khakis on, and they would be telling stories and they brought history to life through stories and they didn't have any props at all. In fact, the sun would be beating down. It would be a beautiful day or a really sticky day in Philadelphia. If you've ever been there, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and they would be telling stories and have people captivated by those stories. And that's what we need to do as project people many times to get people on board, whether it's with our projects where we can in the beginning have the sponsor really tell the story and about the vision for the project. Like, hey, today, this thing is really hard to do for the organization. Imagine in the future, what if, imagine if in the future, that was really easy and we were able to do this and that and the other thing with it. And they tell this story about how maybe they've seen that before in an organization they worked for before and what that transformation was like. And right. when they tell it in a story, then people start nodding their heads. They start leaning forward and you start to see the shift happen where even maybe the people that were very skeptical are starting to get it. And the yeah. storytelling is a, an art and a science for sure. And it takes a lot of practice, but when you can do it well, magic can definitely happen. Yeah, for sure. And for me as a professional speaker and now an author writing a book, I get it, right? That's how you connect with people. And I've had that training for ever now telling me this is how you connect people and help them see the 
way it should all work and why it's not so far-fetched when you're trying to change a mindset or change some ideas that people have about how something could get done. With that said, it might be hard for people that are in that project space to really see this in action. Could you give an example? I know recently you did a storytelling workshop for the PMI Vietnam chapter. Could you share a little bit about what that was like and like an example story that really resonated with people just to show people that this is real and then we'll tell them how to do it? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. It was so fun to be invited to PMI Vietnam. And in fact, it was a sold out topic. So yeah, they were really excited about it. And what I did was I took four different stories that are from the book and I put them on the screen. Not everybody's in English as a first language speaker there. So I put them on the screen and I read through the manuscript. And then I asked, because I like feedback, I asked, well, what are your favorite stories? And they actually took a poll. So the favorite story, yep, was how I kept the team motivated. And it turns out that a lot of people that attended were, they called themselves newbies. So they were Mm. newbies to the project world. So they were looking for tips for how to keep people motivated. And I kept people motivated with a troll doll. And so that's the story I told. So I can actually share it if you like. Oh, that would be great. And I'm thinking right now, as you know, from reading AJ's book, she talks about trolls. And so I'm immediately thinking of the troll doll thing from AJ Harper's book on writing a must read book, right? That we've both read. So anyway, that immediately thought about that. And that troll story has stuck with me forever as many times as I've heard it. So this is cool. I love the trolls. So let's do it. (laughs) Right. Okay, great. All right, here we go. So I'm going to read from the manuscript, which is good practice for me. So thanks everybody for that. Okay. So years before trolls, the movie hit theaters. I was the project manager of a team under a lot of pressure. We were overhauling the online system that brought revenue in the door and the project was very technical and complex. The whole company was relying on the team to deliver on a specific date. As if the project wasn't hard enough, the C-level executive sponsors was nicknamed Mr. Evil because he ruled by fear and seemed to enjoy lighting a fire under people and watching them dance. In his weekly roundtable meetings, accidental project managers would be grilled unfairly to the point that his direct reports visibly dreaded the meetings. That said, this terrific and talented team came up with a great idea to help everyone stay on track in a fun way, and even Mr. Evil was okay with it because it worked. One of the teams brought in one of those troll figurines with the crazy hair. In our regular status meetings, one of the key topics was to announce who was on the critical path this week. Whoever was on the critical path at that point in time was probably not in the meeting. Why? Because that person was truly in the hot seat. If he or she was late with their work, the whole project would be late or everyone would have to make up the time. Every team member knew ahead of time and would warn their families that they might have to work late if they ran into anything unexpected. The troll's job was to stare at the person who was on the critical path. Word got out and we realized the troll was also a signal to everyone else in the company to leave this person alone so that he or she could focus. The troll's hardcore stare also pressured the person to get rid of it as soon as possible. Before the troll became our star team member, our human team members weren't always as clear or as quick and letting everyone know that they finished with their task so the next person could begin. Not so with the troll, 
The moment the person was done, they went to the next person and happily handed over the troll with a sigh of relief. And then the next person knew he was now the one with the everyone relying on him. After unloading the troll, the person would let me know he was finished and had completely handed off his work and the troll. And of course, I would make a big deal out of it because small celebrations help too, even if it's a simple high five with a huge smile and a well done. Feel free to employ a troll and other fun indicators. If it helps you, it surely worked well for this group. Oh, how fun is that? So what I love about that is that there's lessons learned in there. There's good practical tips. And also I could visualize this troll. I mean, this troll in my mind was exactly as you imagine those troll dolls. And it had like orangey red fiery hair, like hair on fire. You're in the hot seat now. I totally, I saw it. It was beautiful. What a good example. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was their favorite one. Hands down. All voted for something though. So all the Stories resonated with someone in the room, which made yeah. me feel a lot better. <laughs> That's excellent. I love it. Okay. So there's a perfect example of what a good, simple, but meaningful story, because everyone's had that situation where some people in the hot seat and you're running behind, or you're trying to keep on track and who's on the critical path, all of it. I think that's wonderful. So I love it. So now let's give people some tips they can follow to become better storytellers themselves and apply this to their real world scenario. Yeah. And this is what I had to learn the hard way. So also telling you a little story, Laura, my dating life is a complete disaster and I have really good stories from that. Right. Don't so, we all? <laughs> right. Yes. Who can relate to that? Pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I dated this guy who was a pilot. So I thought, okay, this guy has is responsible for souls in the air. Yep. He's, he must I, be, I know about the pilot, right? He must be. He, <laughs> yeah. You even met him. Did you? Oh, yeah. so he, he's responsible for souls. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them, like 200 souls. You think this guy must be smart, right? Yeah. He, yeah. he could not tell a story to save uh, his life. This mm. is part of the reason why we'll never see the pilot again. I know I'm tough, but Let me tell you the lesson, the big lesson I learned from him because he couldn't do it was to stay on point. Mm. The level of tangents that this man would come up with, I was lost. I needed a whiteboard and like dots and I needed him to connect them and he couldn't do it. So the first tip is stay on point. Know the point you want to make and stay on point. I could have had five different tangents go in that troll story. Like, and this one time the developer, Rick, this is what he did. Right. And this other time I could have, but I didn't, I stayed on point. So that's the first thing. Oh my gosh. That's so good. And I already can think of those people in my life that are all over the place and you have to like the spaghetti goes everywhere when they're telling a story and you're like, wait, So who is this guy and the thing and with the stuff trying to keep that all straight? (laughs) Yeah, trying to keep it straight and try to bring them back because you're like, but I want to know the point because they usually are like, oh, I have a funny story about that. You'd be like, great, lay it on me. And you're waiting and you're waiting for the punchline. And it's like, but what about the and who the, right? So one of the practical tips around this I found, because at first I wasn't great at this either. Now I know a little bit better and I had a very real example in my life of, what not to do. Okay. So here's a tip. If you have a smartphone, there's a voice memo app on it. And what I like to do in the car, walking the dog, whatever is think about 
some stories that I might need to have in my back pocket. Like one of the stories I told at PMI Vietnam was how my journey began. That is one that all project people should have, Mm. right? Because a lot of times it's the accidental project manager story like mine, or it's some other story about how you got excited about project management because I know we're here and I know that you listener love project land. Like we love project land, right? But guess what? Not everybody does. So having that story about why you love project land, why you love being an impact driver, what is it? Having that story, having it be succinct and paint the picture of why you love it so much can also help to energize other people and get them on board. So that voice memo is great to practice. And then you hear yourself. And actually, when I do new brand new speeches now, I use that as a way to kind of work out how I would tell the story and what points I want to make and what journey I'm going to take the listener on. And it helps me to work it out. And I pretend sometimes that, hey, I'm talking to you, Laura, right? Like, what if it's just us having some umbrella drinks on the beach and I want to tell you this story and I pretend that in my voice memo so that I can be like, what would get Laura excited and keep her attention before she's like, yo, I need another drink, umbrella drink, please. (laughs) Right. So that's one way practically that you can actually practice in the car. Like I said, alone, whatever feels right to you so that you can kind of work it out. And then you can practice over and over again, and you can listen to yourself and you can be like, ah, a lot of times when I speak through the voice memo in the beginning, when I'm planning one, I come up with, oh yes, that's a point. Right, right. Do you do that with your process? Do you? I do. Yes. I do a lot of walking and recording myself, right? Or I have it all over the place. I need to organize my notes. It's either in voice memos or on the phone, or sometimes I use Otter, the app. And then sometimes I'm just taking notes in the notes app on my phone. And sometimes it's on paper. I'm a mess, but it's wherever I have the thought, whatever happens to be in front of me, I have to immediately get it out. So I do consolidate them later, but (laughs) yes, absolutely. They're all over the place. Good. There's some insider tips, y'all. We all do it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. For sure. What would you recommend for people that are listening, all of our impact drivers on how can they immediately go apply this idea of applying story to either their projects or as they're trying to bring people through change at the PMO? What should they do? Like what's some quick hit things that they can go do to take action on incorporating more stories into their day-to-day right now? So one of the things that we forget a lot of times, especially people like you and me that went through math degrees and computer science degrees, yeah. and, right, is right. we forget about the heart. Yeah. We get into our heads and we forget about our hearts. And mm. change is all about the what's in it for me and getting into that, the feelings. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. As a friendly reminder service to everyone who's like us, <laughs> we can get <laughs> into like our us. right. They can get right. into our heads a little bit too much and think about the science too much and the ones and zeros a little too much. Is to get into the feelings and think about what, in service of people that might be struggling with whatever change you're bringing to them in projects, because that's most of the time what projects do is bring change. Is what kind of story might you tell them to help them through this change? Mm -hmm. Is it a story from when you did this before, the transformation story, the hero story, right? Or heroine story? What is it 
that might help them feel better. And mm -hmm. when I've coached people on storytelling that are not public speakers, that are not, they're not into this. They don't want to do this. They don't want to stand at the front of the room. They're not comfortable. Right. My best advice to them is speak from your heart because sure. then you can't go wrong. Then it doesn't matter if you have some ums and ahs and rights and crutch words in there because people can feel it when you're speaking from your heart. So I challenge folks to think about feelings. Think about feelings. How about that? Right. And figure out what people need and then work out those stories on your voice memos with feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. For sure. Right. And that's what it's all about because it's all about people. And if you want them to feel like they're a part of the change, you have to make them feel right. And that's what stories are so good at doing. And so we're just scratching the surface here today because you're going to be talking about this in a lot of detail with very detailed guidance and steps and an action-taking resource at the summit. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing there? Yes. So I am doing storytelling for project people. So we're going to get into it. And I have even more tips than the ones I shared with you here today for how to help you assemble your stories, figure out what are the right stories to use and how to tell them even better so that you don't end up like my pilot friend. Nobody wants to be the pilot friend. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. Great. Oh my gosh, you're too much. And you're also <laughs> a co-host of the summit this year. Can you talk about what you're most excited about with that? First of all, thank you for making me a co-host, Laura. I of am course. so excited about it because I get to have some conversations with some super cool people. And yeah. one of those super cool people you and I have been working with now for a long time and helping them, their organization with the transformation. So I am so excited to see what actually comes out of that and to watch it I later know. with popcorn. Oh, I know. It's going to be so good. So good. All right. So Impact Drivers, make sure you register for the Impact Summit. Go to impactsummit.global right now and register for free today. Mark your calendars so that you are joining Dawn for her awesome sessions. She's doing interviews and she's doing a storytelling workshop specifically at the summit. So you can dive into all the details there. And before we wrap up, we're going to do a separate episode when your book comes out as a part of your book launch, whether you like it or not, we are doing it. But can you just give us a sneak peek as to what your book is about? Because we mentioned it, but we'll dive into it more later. But can you just give us a little sneak peek? Oh, Thank you. I'm so excited already. Yes. The first book is mm -hmm. going to be called now Meet the Players in Project Land. Yay. Deci yes. Decide the right project roles and get people on board. So in that's the first book. It's kind of a small mini book just to get people to meet my animal avatar players <laughs> in Project Land, which tries to make it fun to learn. Right. You know, our clients really love and figure out well, who are the right players for them and get them to kick off. So that's the scope of the book. So I'm super Yay. excited. Awesome. Okay. So more on that later impact driver, but in the meantime, make sure you're registered for the summit. You do not want to miss Dawn's session on storytelling because every one of you needs to be able to tell really compelling stories to bring people through change. So I'm looking forward to it myself and I can't wait to see you all there. Thank you, Dawn, so much for being here today. I'm so grateful for you. I cannot wait to be on the beach with our umbrella drinks and talking about how we're going to make a bigger impact in this world. Me too, Laura. Thank you. And thanks for listening. I appreciate being here today. Absolutely. All right, Impact Driver, that's it for this session. 
We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.